Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Bes Hashem, the second part of the wonderful, beautiful Sefer called the Yerasatil from Rav Chaim, the brother of the Maral, that has ve- uh, some very uh, beautiful, profound Taira. Obviously, we're not going to go through the whole Sefer. We're just going to go through various pieces, but uh, invite you all to really learn this in depth. It has a lot of beautiful Yisaitistic insights in there. So we're up to on page Gimel or number five. It says that the first husband cannot take her back. This is a case where someone divorced his wife and then the wife went and married somebody else and that that second husband died or divorced her. The first husband is not allowed to take her back. Once she remarried, he cannot take her back. So he says, I saw a beautiful tam, a good tam, on why the Taira prohibits a divorced woman to remarry the original husband after she already married somebody else. Because came, if it would be permitted to do so, Sometimes the, a rich man will desire the wife of a pauper, a wife of a poor person, and the usher will cut a deal. He'll tell the Ani, here's some money, divorce your wife for a short period of time, for a month or whatever it is, so I could be with her. And after the rich man fills his desires or whatever he wants with her, Yachser, then the rich person will divorce her, so that the poor person could remarry her. That's what it means after you defiled her. A marriage like this, that's Tuma. And therefore, the Taira prohibited this woman on her husband, the poor person, because he, uh, after he allowed by divorcing her to become Tame through the usher marrying her and using her for his own uh, Tivus. The Adi wouldn't do this if it would be forever. He wouldn't want to lose his wife forever. Um, so he won't divorce her at all. The Archa Shulchan in Ezer, and I forgot exactly where, says something similar. Unfortunately, you have in the non-Jewish culture this idea of wife swapping, where they just, out of their own tivus, they experiment and they switch to each other's wives. And the Mitzrayim used to do this all the time, and the Polishtim used to all do this, this all the time. Those two nations in particular were 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 terrible when it came to these things and you didn't even know who the children belonged to and they were Mamzerim and who the father was and 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 to avoid doing that in a novel Bershusa way. If the Tari would allow you to take back your wife after she remarries someone else, that they will often do this type of deal. You have a bunch of couples together and they want to experiment, so they're not gonna do anything that's Isakaris or Isarchenic. So I'll say, hey, wait a minute. Very simple. Well, the divorce it doesn't work with a kain, but with everyone else, divorce you, then then live with you a little bit, test out the waters. 
then remarry, and so on and so forth. So to avoid that whole culture and that whole miyastikazach, which is a tumadikazach, which is uh, which is, uh, speaks the opposite of what marriage is really supposed to be. So that's why the Torah asserted machzer gerushasai after she remarried somebody else. Then we'll go to the Pasik, the next uh, skip one. Um, how I love your Torah, and all day I speak about your Torah. It's what I talk about. So he says a beautiful deher here. A person usually gets either disgusted or very tired of something that's constant. He says, said this, that don't visit your friend all the time because then he'll get, you know, upset and he'll start hating you. Um, if you are always there, he'll, you'll get on his nerves, he'll get on your nerves. So it's better even with best of friends, great friends, not to visit all the time. Right, we pray for rain when we have no rain, but but when rain goes on and on, you'll say, "Ah, I'm tired of this rain. Ah, oh, what a dreary day," and so on. Not that that's the right approach, but that's the human nature. They do that. But it's not that way. I love you, Tyra. Even though it's constant, I talk about it every day. And I learned the same parsha again and again, and the same daf again and again. So you would think I'd get tired of it, but no. Alpha became a hafti yois. I love it. Even though I hover over over him all day, the shechen is there all the time. But I I find him beloved and I love him. And the truth is, just like by Tyra, Isha is compared to Tyra, and Tyra is compared to an Isha. In marriage, it works the same way. In marriage, it works the same way. You you don't say that because this is constant and I'm always married to this one person and um, I'm living with them day in and day out and it's a 24-7 quiet type of situation. But do not say, oh, you know, I'm I'm tired of it. No. There's a hischachis. How I love the Torah all the days. It's It's my delight. And with with a wife, it's the same thing. There's a schatzus Hashem gives us the Deshmaya that we don't get tired of it. We're happy with our wife. We're happy with our husband. And there's a constant schatzus. And by Torah also, especially Kol, I love the Torah, even though Kol I'm constantly talking about it. Then we go to the next page where it talks about the Einish of Shola Melech. So I'm not going to read this line by line over here. I'm just going to say the Nakuda of it. It talks about why Shaul got punished and he lost his malucha when he did something not really, in the surface, not that bad, while David did Averis that were more blatantly bad, and nevertheless he kept his malchus. So the main terrets that most Mepharshim answer is that Shaul... When he sinned, he sinned on the things that were Negea, the Malucha. Whereas Negea, Malucha was Malchastika things. Shmuel told him, wait till you bring that carbon for the nation. And he was worried about the pollution gathering and he brought it too early. That was step one. Step two, he said, wipe out Amalek. And then he had Rahmanis on Agag. 
and through that came Amalek and 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 Tsara of Haman, Yemei Apurim, and so on and so forth. So so Shoal's Averis may have been somewhat less severe, but they were directly pertaining to his Malucha. While David's Chatoim, David's sins, were private sins, not pertaining to his Malucha, and not a Chesaron in his kingdom, and that's why he kept his kingdom. But then, and we're going to all towards the end, like almost half, more than halfway in, Vani Shamati, I heard a different pshat, and this is a beautiful pshat. He says like this, he says, all mitzvahs that the Torah commands, you have to do. But there are certain mitzvahs that only you could do and no one else, and then Hashem holds you even more accountable. So for example, by David HaMelech, whatever he did, whether it was with the Spasheva Inyan or whatever those other Chatoim were, during that time that he was doing that in his level, whatever that was, again, don't think that he right, right, you know, wasn't the way it's it's written, like we talked about a lot. But Lamaisa, other people kept it. He was over it, but other people kept it. And the mitzvah would be Mekoyim even without David HaMelech. But by Shaul, he was over on a tzivoy of a navi. The, the navi told him to wait until to bring the oila, and he did not do that. He told him specifically, you are commanded to wipe out Amalek, and he didn't do that. No one else was mitzvah on it, especially the first mitzvah of, 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 of the, to bring the oila when, and they'll wait till Shmuel comes before bringing the oila. It was specific to him, and that's why there couldn't be a kapara on it because he violated that mitzvah that no one else could have done other than him. This is a Musa Haskell, by the way, a tremendous Musa Haskell of how a person has to be margish what his tafkid is in life and realize that the things that only he can do or she can do puts on him more responsibility than general things that other people could do as well. If someone has a unique talent, a unique ability, a unique koyach, to do a certain mitzvah, to help a certain person in a certain way that no one else can do what you can do in that way. So that puts on him more of an achrayis, more of a responsibility, but also more of an opportunity. So a person really should ne- should get to know what a sherish hanashama is. And then, in, in, in Ois Kof over here, he talks about the Kedusha of Shabbos. And he asked the question, Every tefillah is different. Right? Atikidashta by night. And then, um, and then, Yismach Moshe by Shachris. Tikanta Shabbos by Musif. Ata Echod by Mincha. Every tefillah of Shabbos is different. While by Yom Tiv, it's the same. And Rosh Chodesh, it's the same. Uh, by Min Mayriv and, and Shachris and Mincha, it's the same. Most of it's a little different, but the rest is the same. So why is that so? So he heard that Shabbos is called a Kala. And what you do for a Kala, you do for Shabbos. So he says, Perish, He's Mekadish the Kala. Kedushin. That's Atakidashta. That's the night of Shabbos. Then you give her presents. So Yismach Moshe Naschalke, he gave him Matana. Then you give the Taisis Ksuba, that's Musaf, you're adding, you're giving more. 
And then this finally the yichud of ata echad vakach miyachad chosen emakala. So ata echad mikam chayisol goyachav aaretz. So the shinu nuschayos, the different nuschayos that are used on Shabbos, but tefillas is marumas mamish what a chosen does for a kala. Another beautiful vart. Then towards the end of of uh, of the chelak apshat shein va'ayin. Sheng Va'ayin are the two things that Evet Kanani goes out free if he, if the Odain breaks the tooth, a permanent tooth, of the Evet Kanani or blinds his eye. So he goes out with those Rashi Evarim, but Sheng Va'ayin is Beferish, brought in the Pasik. Why? Those are the Ikapator. Why? Because Kicham Avi Kanan is Kalias Evet Avodin. Chum, the father of Kanan, was cursed to become an Evet Kanani and his, his, his descendants to be Avadim. Why? What was, what was the Einish for? Bishvil because he saw what he shouldn't have seen in Noyach. He saw the nakedness of his father. And then Vehigid La'ochev, and then he told it to his brothers, Loshan Hara and Gnus. That shame, shame, the the, the 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 speech is connected to the shame, to the teeth. So once he got nenash with any of these two avarim, that's enough to get him free. Beautiful Chavetz Chaim similar says that by the 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 emayroim the kananim Hashem said that Sira was a certain type of insect or bee or something like that. That did two things. It blinded them and it castrated them. It blinded them that they couldn't see. It stung them in the eyes and they couldn't see. And also it caused them that they become infertile and that they couldn't have children. They castrated them. And that's what Sira was and that's what the, the punishment. So Chavetz Chaim says this too was Mida Kenegad Mida because it's two Pshatim in what Cham did. Some say that he saw the erva of his father, that's the Riyah, that's why they were blinded, the, the, his descendants. And some say that he was Messaris, his father, that he shouldn't have more children, and that's what happened to them too through this tzira. Chelek Arem is the beginning, has such a wonderful, the first Tyra here, so Yisaitistic and beautiful. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the words of our Ovis, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the letters, are 13 letters. Heim Sholish Esrei Oisius, 13 Oisiyos, Kimi and Ahava, which is love. The Oves were love. Ahava's Gematria 13. And then the Imois as well. Sara, Rivka, Rachel, Leah equals 13 letters. Also Ahava, all out of love. Together, 13 plus 13, Oila Kiminian Shema Miyuchin. That's a Shema Vaya, 26. Yud Kevavke. Shalabar Oisis Avaya, Vizeus Harlan Abris Shalish Esrei, to remind the Oves that have the 13 letters of Shalish Esrei. That with the imois, you have the shame of Ayah. So that's a symbolism, by the way, in marriage also, Shalom Bayas. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the 13 of Ahava, were connected with their wives, Sora, Rivka, Rachaleah, also Ahava. And there was Zaycha between them to have the shame of Ayah, the whole shame of Ayah. We say it's a Yud K, but they had the whole shame of Ayah with them. Ahava and Ahava equals the shame of Ayah. Avahava is a chibber of the shame of Ayah. Then jump now to Ois Gimel. Govar, Gimel Beis Reish. It says, Ki Govar Aleinu Chazdoi. Hashem had his chesed become strong upon us. 
and Gever is Rashatavis, Nutritin. Gimel is Gaimi Chasadim, Beis is Baishonim, Marist, Rachmanim is Merciful. Those are the three Simonim, Muvdolin Yisrael Mikal Sharo Umais. How the Yidin are different than the rest of the nations of the world. By these three attributes of Goim Lechasodim, Baishonim, and Rachmanim, Gever. And that's how we're separate from the Umais Oilam. Ki Gavar Aleinu Chazdoi. We're above them. Tremendous, tremendous Yisoid. And um, then I want to jump to where it says Achain, which means grace. Sheker Achain with the We see say this by Yeshus Chayil every Friday night. Sheker Achain with Hevel Ayoyfi. But Isha Yeres Hashemi Tisalo. Perish. So he says Isha Mechayeres. Isha that does not look nice. Shachain Sheker Etzla. And the chain is false by her. And the beauty is hevel to her. Then what you're praising on her is that she's a Yeres Hashem. If she has no chain, she has no, she has no yoyfi, you'll praise her that she's a Yeres Hashem. But he says, interesting, the second pshat, Hachain is gematria hadloka chala nida. Those are the three mitzvahs pertaining specifically to women. Hadloka means hadloka is near Shabbos, chala being mafresh chala, and nida the dinim of Paris hamashbacha. Hachain. So it's saying that if these three mitzvahs is sheker etzla, if this is false, meaning she doesn't keep these three mitzvahs, azgam vaday hayoyfi hevel, then the hevel is also yoyfi. If sheker hachain, if the chain, which is hadlaka, chala, nida, is, is sheker, then hevel ayoyfi, then the yoyfi, the good looks, doesn't mean a thing. Ki isha yiras hashemi tesala, roi tesala, v'lo isha yafa sheinim So when is the yoyfi appreciated? That's only if there's the chain, hachain, of hadlaka, snare, shabbos, and chala, and to be mekayin, the mitzvahs of nida. That's also a beautiful deher, that's Kedai to understand. And then it says later about Nida, the word Nida, Ketumas Nida, but not like a Tumas Ames, that does not have a Tahar in the Mikvah, but a Tumas Nida, which does have a Tahar in the, mik, uh, in, uh, in the Mikvah. And that is what the Pasuk says, that even when we don't do the Ratzon of Hashem, we're like the Tumas of Anida, but has a Tahar in the Mikvah. Then he says something profound. That the din is, we know the halacha. By, that that be mehatoma mean when the ish is a nida, miyachad abalima becheder echad. Miyachad is permitted. They the, can be in the same room together. And that's a remez of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shechin im Yisrael b'teich tu ma'isam. That Hashem dwells in Kla Yisrael in, in their matzav of Tuma, that He dwells with them. And He's with them all the time. There's really a beautiful Sefer. It's tremendous Yisraelites. Maybe Metz Hashem will hopefully give another share on it. But it's Kadai, if you can, to learn the Sefer in depth because it has tremendous, profound, you know, and they're not so long, the short pieces, but everyone will, they, they read through it, they'll find something that speaks to them in these beautiful tyrus. Have a wonderful day.